0: Um, Are you you podcasting or something? I am. (laughs) I am podcasting. Hey, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. And today, I am calling Lori Fomentieri.
1: can you hear me?
0: Yeah, can you hear me?
1: Um, I can, yes. <laughs>
0: then we're, uh, then we're golden, man. We're golden. All right. Th- thank you for, uh, taking my call today.
1: No problem.
0: Where are you, uh, what are you doing right now?
1: I'm wandering the city. <laughs> On, s- by foot? By foot, yes.
0: You, you have any shows tonight, or...?
1: I do, yeah. I have a show later.
0: Where uh, where you at?
1: It's a bar show. Um, Old Man Muscle, East Village.
0: When did you move to the city?
1: Um, about a year and a half ago.
0: How long have you been doing this? And uh, are you also writing more professionally, or or? <laughs>
1: Excuse me, I'm joking. on nothing. I'm uh, I started about six and a half years ago, and um. I'm not really writing more, I'm trying to write more professionally, um, it's hard though because I don't have a writing agent and it's like a type of business where, like, you can't submit for things unless you have a writing agent and no writing agent wants to look at you unless you've done something. <laughs> uh, so it's the real Dodo's conundrum uh, at this stage, uh, but I do write a lot and, um, uh, filming something I wrote right now, and then we're going to release that into the universe, and hopefully, maybe something will happen, maybe not, but, um, yeah, I've been trying to pick up whatever free stuff comes my way, but it's difficult.
0: What about those, like, talking head kind of shows? I mean, I know this is not, like, a best week ever anymore, but there's all sorts of, like, uh, I don't know, are you doing anything like that, or...
1: I done um, some online ones for um, Elite Daily, but never any network ones, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get something quieter. I think like it's so loud. so some traffic. I,
0: ca- I kind of love. I kind of love that it's like so much going on behind you. <laughs> so it's
1: just like New York City is like crazy over here where I am. I'm like in the worst spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like- <laughs>
1: I'm choking um, on dogs yeah. and there's just cars um, yeah, I'll walk down the street it quieter down here <laughs>
0: uh, it kind of rules uh, uh, when, uh, you, you're going to Florida this week for shows, right?
1: Uh, yes uh, I'm leaving Monday to go to Florida uh, my parents moved down there a few months ago my sister also my nephew um so I did get I did get some gigs on there working Belushies in Fort Myers, uh, which is actually where my sister lives. And um yeah, get to see my family, do some shows. I mean actually, I would say escape the cold, but it's really not cold here at all. It's actually kinda of gorgeous. Like besides yeah. the weather. Besides the rain I guess, but um seventy degrees in November, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw someone complaining
0: about the weather in L.A. the other day, and I was like, ah, take that. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're, tra- you're traveling a lot?
1: Doing a lot of road stuff? The fall was good. I had a decent amount of work in the fall. Um I was in the Midwest a little bit, Chicago and uh, Indiana. And then I mean, it was just a tri-state area, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, that kind of stuff um always extremely exciting cities with uh the best thing going on is a comedy show usually I think <laughs> do, do you have do you have an agent for that stuff? No, I book that stuff all myself
0: oh that's sick
1: yeah no it would be more uh, take if I have an agent i think, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> how was uh how was uh the live, the AXIS uh,
1: live at Casa. It was great. It was uh, certainly a highlight of my career. Um, I think I had probably one of the best best of my life that night. The audience is great. I was super nervous beforehand. Uh, Joe DeVito was on the show with me who is a good friend of mine. Um, Jerry, he, it was that. his second time doing it. Yeah, he's great, great comic. And he's done some other stuff too. I was so happy he was on the show with me. We were in the green room beforehand, and they had, like, food out, and Joe, like, makes himself a plate with penny vodka and some, like, chicken and all that stuff, and I just watched him eat, and I was so jealous, I was so nervous, like, I barely ate anything all day, <laughs> like, ate a <laughs> yogurt just so I wouldn't pass out, <laughs> and he just stood there, it was, like, an hour till showtime, and he's just, like, eating this eating this very, like, delicious, huge meal, and I was, like, damn it. I could definitely not eat that meal right now and throw it up. Um, but just like, um, I mean, you've done comedy, so I mean, I don't get nervous before shows anymore, but when I first started, I would get nervous all the time. But as soon as you get that first laugh, you're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) It was the same for TV, too. It was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this like a long time and every night, basically. And I ran this set a bunch of times. I I know what I'm doing up here. Um, And then after that, it was just fun. Yeah, I feel like...
0: uh, I mean, I haven't... I don't know if I have. I haven't done any, like, uh, stand-up on television. But I never get nervous for anything, really. I feel like uh, if I do a bad job, no one's ever going to see it. You know what I mean? No one's going to be like, oh, look at this mediocre performance. You know? (laughs) That is true. That is true. Like, you would have to, like mess up so bad like you would have to do the worst most epic destruction of your set for anyone to be like oh look how bad this is you know like no one I don't know I feel like I feel like I take solace in that the fact that no one really cares at
1: all yeah this is that is pretty much 100% true. (laughs) I think think especially when you're first starting out in comedy, it's hard to look at it that way because you don't have like, you haven't done enough shows. But once you've done so many shows, it's like, you're like, oh, I don't care. Like, it's just, you know, you know you're going to have bad sets. You're going to have good sets. It's all part of it. Yeah.
0: Was there a moment where you were like, hey, this is what I want to do? And then was there a moment where like,
1: Hey, this is what I do. For me, I st- I started doing stand-up when I was in college. And um, I, want, I, I want to write sitcoms. That's really kind of like my... That's why I got into stand-up. I still want to write sitcoms. Um, and when I first started, I remember, I remember people asking me, you know, like, comics and people clubs, they'd be like, Oh, like, what do you want out of, like, your stand-up career? And I just... I didn't even... Like, I had no... Real plans of turning it into I don't want to keep doing it But I was just so happy to be in Just the comedy world I admired comics so much That uh, I was just so happy To kind of be a part of it Write jokes, go on stage, hang out with comics I thought it was the coolest thing ever Um, And then when I graduated college I was pretty much like I'm going to keep doing stand-up This is um, my favorite thing That I've done so far in my life uh I'm going to keep doing it. And then I had, like, a couple of years after college, I, I had, like, a little bit of a mental breakdown because I was, like... I had, I, had, I had a really hard time getting work just in general. Like, I couldn't get a job. Um, I wanted to my you? parents' house. I was applying for anything. And, and I have a degree in television production and writing. And I just... I couldn't get a job anywhere. And I was, like, freaking out a little bit because I was like, oh, man, this is, like... Am I... It, I was like, this is the point. I think I was like 24 times. I was like, am I going to just jump fully into stand-up, which is a pretty uncertain career, you know? I mean, you can sort of be successful to a degree, but you don't really know how successful you'll be or what's going to happen. It's not like a regular job or like promotions hit at certain times. And uh, I was really scared. I was really scared, but then I just kind of got over it. I was like, oh, no, this is... um, I like being a comedian. I like being in this world. And um, I was like, I'm going for it 100%. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that really answered your question.
0: Uh, do you have stuff written? Like, have you sh- tried shooting anything? Or
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I have a handful of spec scripts and a handful of originals. A couple years ago, we filmed one of my originals uh, called Honest Living, it's actually on my website, Lori dot com. And um I we're actually in post production of another pilot I wrote right now and uh we just I mean it's super low budget. Uh John Son, uh who manages governance, he, he directed it and um it's uh, it's good. I mean I like it. It's like I said, I try to I don't have representation but I'm It's kind of a situation where I can get it out to some people, so I don't have any expectations, but with Honest Living, I got some really good feedback about it, and I think at least grasped some people's attention. It's hard to get people to read your script, but if you have a finished product and people are like, all right, I'll I'll watch it. I mean, chances are they'll watch it for five minutes, and if they hate it, they're not going to watch the rest of it, so you got to make the first five minutes count.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, they treat you uh, they treat you awesome over there, right? Like, you do a lot of stuff at Governor's Brokerage and stuff?
1: Yeah, the Long Island clubs have been very good to me. Uh, I, I actually started in the city. I was going to Hunter College when I started stand-up in Manhattan. And I started doing bringer sh- bringer shows in the city and open mics. And, yeah, it wasn't until later that I made a push for the Long Island clubs. And, uh, I I just kind of got one of those lucky situations, right place, right time, where they were looking for some new blood to develop and um I kinda showed up and was <laughs> just pretty lucky I would say it one of those situations that was pretty lucky and they've uh, it's very supportive scenes the Long Island scenes and I'm happy that I I got my chops out there.
0: Are are your is your family from there originally?
1: Yeah, my family's from there. I grew up out there. Um, so a lot of family out there. So, yeah, Long Island. So, near and dear in my heart. Some people hate Long Island. Like they like, all they do is talk shit about how they hate Long Island. I don't know. Like, I really like Long Island. Like, I grew up south shore on the beach. Um, so I had the best of both worlds. I was, I was a beach bum, but I also loved going through the city. So, um, how should you do that? I live an hour away from the greatest city in the world <laughs> and enjoy the beach. And, um, also, I think, I mean, like, maybe a motivational factor. I don't know, but a lot, probably some of the most successful stand ups are all from Long Island. It's, it's kind of weird how it worked out that way. Um, and I, I don't know what, what, what's in the water on Long Island. I think maybe we're just crazy, but like, all yeah. smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of success bred here. Um, I don't know if it's, I, I, maybe it's because we're so close to the city. Like, we, I always joke, like, we have all the inconveniences of the city with none of the perks, but, <laughs> but we kind of do have all of the perks, you know, and, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, I mean, I sit in traffic every day, and that's horrible, but, you know, you could make it work for you, somehow. Think.
1: Yeah, traffic sucks. It's a big part of my life, you know, is on the road and stuff like that is like constantly in traffic, but, uh, it's just trying to, I have serious f radio. I I caved with that because I was like, I need it. I'm in my car too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours thing? Oh, yes, yes.
1: 10,000 hours to become uh, a pro, right? Like an expert? Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you count uh, sitting in traffic going to a comedy show as part of your time, your commitment? Or do you count just the seven to ten minutes on stage?
1: No, the traffic would not count unless you're like Doing something productive, I don't know. Um, I would say do it, but also writing. But they're kind of separate components because writing is its own art, and then performance is another one. Like I'm a stronger writer than I am performer, and if you uh, see my stand-up, you would you would know it. <laughs> and some people are stronger performers than writers, but yeah, that's actually I, was, I was just watched that Bobby Fischer documentary, and they talked about that. 10,000 hour rule. And I was like trying to figure out how many hours of like writing slash stand up I've done. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not good at math. I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You'd
0: have to have done 10,000 hours of math to figure out.
1: Basically, how many hours. I'd be like, how many? I'd be like, oh, this, I just gave up pretty quick. I was like, I'm not an ass genius. That's for sure.
0: I oh, don't man. i am count I'll count travel, the traveling time. Otherwise, I, I won't make it to 10000
1: otherwise. I mean, some people are able to, like, like, like I know that people will, like, talk into tape recorders, like, ideas for bits and stuff, and they'll sit down and listen to it. I just, I just can't do that when I'm driving. I actually do have, like, a notebook in my car, and sometimes I'll write things down, which is really dangerous. Like, I would rather <laughs> type it into my phone. But I can't, like, type it into my phone because I don't want to get pulled over for texting. But writing something in a notebook is... So much more dangerous than typing something. At least typing something on the phone, I can do it with one hand. Uh, writing into a notebook, I kind of need both my hands, and it becomes uh, it becomes life threatening. <laughs> but I'm like, no, this this joke idea is worth it. This is really this is gonna be a good one. And then usually it's not really that good. I'm like, oh, that, that was not that good. <laughs> you know, in, in between me cursing at people, I get I can be very aggressive when I drive. I know,
0: I really, you told me, like, uh, you came up with the idea of, like, me doing this interview with you while you were also stuck in traffic. Yeah. I, I love that idea, but I, just, I wanted you on so badly. I was like, oh, let's just let's just get it done, and then, you know, in the future, if it uh, works out that we can get you on again in that situation, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still for some reason today was going to be Friday. My days were always so mixed up. I never know what day it is. I'm like, wait, what day is this? <laughs> I just got bit by a mosquito. This is the downfall of being seventy degrees in and November. I just got a mosquito bite in New York City on my arm, and it's like fake. It's like blowing. My mosquito bites blow up sometimes. I'm not now. I'm now. I'm unhappy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish it was me. cold. <laughs>
0: Killed Killed do, you, um, do you have a process, a writing process, or is it just like? Uh, like you sit down one day and you're like, um, well, I know that you write for other things, but for stand up when when you do you sit down and you're like, Today, this hour is stand up writing or or do you just you know
1: um yeah, I have this kind of process that I've been doing for um a few years where um i I fill a hundred mar- page marble notebook a month." But I don't – like what I do is I take the month before and I go through it and I write down, like, ideas that I wrote down and I try to elaborate on them. And usually that will take, up like, 15 pages or something like that. And then I make sure I fill the rest of those pages in that month. I, I do work part-time in the day, so I don't write every day. Unfortunately, I wish I could, but I always try to make sure I write, like, every other day. And I do sit down and I write in a notebook longhand. Um, and sometimes I will be like, all right, you need to write for this amount of time and just sit there. So then other times I'll be like, you know, it just won't be working out. Oh my God, I need to go do something else and come back to this. With my creativity isn't flowing, but you have to force yourself to do it. I think that's one thing that was good about school was, cause I know some people will be like, oh, I can't write unless like I'm feeling creative or inspired. But the thing is, if you, the more you write, the more you get those like creative juices flowing, and it's just easier to sit down and and write because if if I write several days in a row it'll be it'll come so much more naturally where if I you know take off for a few days and I'm doing something or whatever and then I go back to write and I'm like, Oh, this is hard. What do I say or do? But I do take notes on my phone usually throughout the day or the week or whatever and there's things I find funny or amusing and then when I sit down I go through them and hopefully can turn them into jokes. How did you uh
0: how did you end up on Louie?
1: Um, I didn't because Louis, Louis, they came to Governor's to film, um, an episode, and, um, they, they asked, uh, John Shurston and the, the, the Governor's people, if, if they had a House MC, and they were like, not really, we, like, have, like, so they asked if they could, if they asked them to submit a few people who, um, and they, they said preferably Young, uh, they wanted somebody young. So they submitted, um, a handful of comics that they use and, um, they selected my video and they're like, all right. And that was, that was basically it. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, it was, that was, um, uh, that was a good experience because Louie, I mean, he and Todd Barry was in that episode. It's a pretty funny sequence. Uh, what happens is Todd Barry is talking to Greg Fitzsimmons about his weekend because they're saying like they all have kids, all of their comics have kids and he doesn't have any kids. And he's like, Oh, how is your life fulfilling? So, contrary, it's a flashback. We're talking about he's in this club on the road, and I'm kind of in the background doing my joke. But, um, it was cool to watch Louie direct because he's a really good director. And he's, I mean, I've met him before or, or after, and, uh, he's a very kind of socially awkward, standoffish guy. Like, he's just doing his own thing. But when he's directing, uh, you know, he takes command. He's like a, he's like a composer. Like, he knows what he wants and he does a really good job. He's really good at it.
0: So you get so much value out of like, uh, experiencing watching someone like that work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I do some background work for film and TV too in the city so it's all in some extra money. And sometimes, like, you would just tell, I mean, sometimes, like, Louis is a very artsy show. A lot, most TV shows, Kind of have like uh, a set way that the directors have to shoot. UPS oh. truck. <laughs> so a lot of times they can't really be creative. Uh, like a show like Lawn uh has just been on TV for so long. They have a certain style. The directors basically have to stay within that style. Louis is a very much more creative show. He's more but then, like, if you, if you like, I said, I'm around on like an HBO show, which also cinematically, uh, the production value is much higher than like a, a cable show, you know? So that usually it's extra shots. It takes longer to get the scene done. But it's, it is interesting to watch. Um, I was a PA, I was a production assistant for Law and Order, too, when I first got out of college. So um, and I just like being around, I just like being around it and observing kind of. How how it gets done because there's so there's so much to it there's so much little nuances and stuff. Where uh, if you've never been on a set, I mean you have no idea that it, it, it takes hours and hours to do a two page scene, which is like two minutes basically, on a right. on a big shoot like that. I mean not like when I shoot something it takes it takes much shorter. We don't have to and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: like mandatory meal breaks.
1: Yeah, no, there's no there's no pay. <laughs> there's no mandatory military. There's no uh there's no key grip on the set, you know.
0: <laughs> has the joy of watching stand up like I talk to musicians or or, you know, filmmakers and they will say like uh that once they saw behind the curtain a little bit, it sucked some of the joy. Like you can't see things the way you originally saw things ever again, because now you have this new vision, so you understand, a new understanding. Did, did... Does doing stand-up as often as you do it, does it suck some of the joy into watching other comics?
1: I, I would say yes to a degree. Um, there's always, like, this analysis going on in your head. Like, all of a sudden, you're like like comics are the worst audiences, usually, because they don't laugh. And I'm so guilty of this, too, where, like, I, like, watch some of these jokes and I'm just, like, now my head, is like, that's really funny. <laughs> 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 i like, that. Like, I, like, won't laugh. And I'm like, oh, geez. um So, yeah, to a degree, it'll be, like, uh, just, like, analyzing the jokes, or, like, why the structure, why the jokes are funny is, like, kind of a thing you can't turn off, necessarily. But then certain comics can also breaks me right out of that where I'm just an audience member again. Um, like, comics I love to watch are like uh, Dan Natterman, Nick Griffin, Colin Quinn. Some of these guys were like, I'll just, you know, I'll just, I just sit there and enjoy their jokes. I'll be like, oh, this is just really good. This is really good comedy. And then I think in that situation, uh, you appreciate it even more. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is so hard. What they're doing yeah. is, uh, is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, like how do they pack so much in? Like, I wish I could write to that level. Yeah, I yeah. Get so that. sometimes
1: I watch comics and I'm like, I should just like, especially uh, college is so great, and um, he, whenever I watch him, I'm like, Oh, well, I should write comedy. <laughs> like, what's the point? I like, what's the point, really? Um, <laughs> but then it's sort of like inspirational at the same time. You're like, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna, i want gonna write more about things whatever. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta remember, like, I got to do it six years we're doing it 26 years, you know, got you know, 20 years on me, so. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm without it.
0: I still, like, I still find uh, good comics just so inspirational, like, I can watch the same special just over and over and over and just pick it apart and, uh, you know, and then immediately have to write, like, oh, you want to I don't
1: know. It's about it. Yeah, Probably absolutely. Gonna... And sometimes I, I go, I'll go to some shows and I'll be like, every once in a while, like, I, every once in a while you forget how cool it is to be involved in comedy and uh, how much you love it, because there are times where it's so frustrating and it beats you down. And then uh, every once in a while, I'll go to a really good show and I'll be like, wow, I'm like this is, this is just really, I guess. This is just so cool. yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I was just like, like, I like, the fact that, that Todd Barry knows my name makes me, like, like, flushed, you know? Like was, And that's yeah, like yeah. a free comedy thing to say. Like, I was like, that makes me a huge comedy nerd. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, Todd, like, that's the one you pick? You know?
1: i was like, oh, he knows my name. Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's so cool. And I'm like, well, wow. But it's like little things like that where we are like, oh, this is, I probably am in the right place, uh, if that's like if that's how I feel. There's someone, someone like I I'm not a star person. Uh, celebrities, most celebrities I really think a lot. Um I'll be like, Oh, there's so and so, whatever. Um, but then like with comics I'll be like, Oh you know, that Gary Goldman like thinks my jokes are funny. <laughs> and like that well, that will, I could ride that wave for a month and just be happy that he complimented one of my jokes. And then most people will be like, who's Harry Goldman and then I'll just get mad at them for so not being more comedy savvy. I think you <laughs> do you have uh
0: do you have any like goals currently? Like or or are you just plugging away?
1: I mean the always the main goal is to get better, get more jokes, get better. Um but certainly I would love to uh get a late night spot and uh, eventually, you'll get a, try to get a writing agent and start submitting packets for shows, stuff like that, and getting more clubs, getting more work. Ultimately, you want to
0: write, though. That's your end game.
1: I want to do both. You know, I want to. I, I but yeah, I I do. I want to be a writer. Like I want to write for some whatever show, late Night Shows to Come, Saturday Night Live. Any of those things to be a dream. If dream come true for me, but well, I don't think uh... I, I could just give up stand-up, like, at this point, like, I've too... <laughs> it's too late. I would I do would, I would both still. I would, I would always continue to do both.
0: Yeah, I remember someone, uh, I forget who it is now, but someone in my past said something uh, about, you know, whatever else you do, you can always still do stand-up.
1: Well, you have to always keep doing it. I mean, I think I said I would be so happy right now if I had, a, if I had a, a writing job. But I think kind of it might be better that I don't in some ways because a lot of these, these stand-ups who get writing jobs, they are not able to do to stand-up every night. And um, they end up having good jokes, but they're not uh, really polished on stage. So I think in some ways it's kind of better that I'm just getting my chops doing the grind, um even though I hate being poor. <laughs> I wish I had it right now, but I think especially because I'm more writing based and my performance needs more work than my writing, um that I think it might actually maybe maybe it's for the better that <laughs> instead it's happening this way, I like think it's happening slower.
0: Alright, well uh I wish you the best of luck. Oh, thank you. And uh <laughs> thank you so much for taking uh taking the time and doing the show man it was awesome all right thank you very much thank you thank you for being on in traffic (laughs) Uh, all right all right lori take it easy
1: get home safe
0: All 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 right